Hey there, this is David back again with another episode of the Blood and Fire Radio Podcast. This is episode number 80. I'm pretty pissed off because I already recorded about 80% of this entire episode, um, saving constantly every time I stop recording or stop anything, I save. And then the session kind of froze up on me and crashed, which is no big deal because, again, I've been saving nonstop the entire time. And then whenever I reopened the session, it was all gone. So all of my spoken parts were all gone. So I have no idea why, but I pretty much just pissed away over an hour of my evening. And now I have to start the entire damn thing over again. So... Fun stuff. So we're going to jump to Norway here for this first uh, track. <clears throat> this is uh, the solo project of um, the former singer of Kvelertak. His name is Erland Jelvik, and his new solo project is just called Jelvik. And uh, yeah, so he kind of rose to stardom uh, along with Kvelertak, um, you know, about a handful of years ago, maybe 10 years ago, I guess it was. And uh, so they kind of skyrocketed to uh, rock and roll fame <clears throat> by combining, you know, kind of rock, just basic rock music with kind of black metal vocals and um, singing all in Norwegian for the most part. And uh, But yeah, I guess he started butting heads with some uh, members and decided to leave uh, a couple years ago. They have continued on with a new singer and he uh, he used to sing for the black metal band Djevil as well. I don't think he's a member of that anymore. Um, but yeah, so he can not only do the rock and roll stuff, but he can also do the more straightforward uh, black metal stuff. But yeah, he's opting to go kind of a different direction with this uh, solo album. He's going for more on the folky side. He's uh, always been kind of a fan of like his ancestry and Viking heritage and things like that. So that's certainly not a new concept to have that um, subject matter in metal, but uh, he's choosing to go that route. So the album is called Welcome to Hell. It's kind of a nod to Venom. Uh, came out on November 20th through Nuclear Blast. And he's kind of got like an American guitar player, I think a Canadian bass player. And the drummer is Kevin Foley, who I believe is like French and Irish. Um, he was the drummer for Abbott, uh for his first solo record, Abbott from uh, Immortal. So he was the creature guy with the mask on, you know. So he's a very uh, talented drummer. So he's got a pretty good uh, cast of characters here working on this album with him. Um, so yeah, he's finally um, releasing it. And um, he actually was on Thomas Erickson's uh, podcast a few weeks ago uh, doing a chat there. And he was talking uh, uh, quite a bit about his time in Kvelertak and um, about, you know, what led to this solo album and things like that. So if you're interested, you should check that out. But I'm going to play the opening cut off of this album. Pretty good song. Um, it, you know, Overall, the album kind of feels like it's been done before. There's a lot of bands doing this kind of folky black metal with a real slick, polished production and stuff like that. So it's, it's not particularly new, but it's pretty solid nonetheless. Uh, the vocals sound great. So here we go off of Welcome to Hell. This is Jelvik with Father War.
Alright, that was Yelvik from Norway with Father War. So it's not bad, it's pretty solid stuff. But uh, again, the, the overall feeling I get is that, you know, it's good, but it's it's been done, you know. Uh, Alright, we're jumping to Germany here. This band's been around since 82, and it's a band that I have played probably the most amount of times on all these episodes of Blood and Fire Radio. The band is Sodom, and uh, they just released their new full-length called Genesis 19 on November 27th of this year through Steam Hammer Records. It's their 15th album overall. This is their first one since uh, 2016's Decision Day, which I loved quite a bit. But uh, since then, of course, they got Frank Blackfire back in the band on on lead guitar, who uh, played guitar on a couple of their classic records. They're a four-piece now instead of a trio, and uh, they're, they're just kind of going for this general, more old-school vibe with their appearance and just the songs and things like that. They've done a few EPs in between um, the full lengths. Uh, a couple of the songs from the EPs ended up on the, on the full length here, but uh, for the most part, they must have just written a plethora of material because um, they had a lot of original stuff on the EPs. And then they have, I think it's 12 songs on this uh, on this full length. So yeah, they've written a lot of stuff uh, since they got this new lineup together. I actually had no problem with the old lineup. I thought they released some fantastic records uh, with the you know the the previous lineup that they got rid of. Uh, in fact, the last album, Decision Day, I think is one of their best overall in terms of memorable songs and things like that. But um, but yeah, this new one is good. Um, I've spun it a handful of times since it's come out, and uh, it's pretty good, pretty catchy. And um, the singles off of it uh, have been played quite a bit on different you know, Spotify playlists and things like that, so I'm not going to play one of those. I'm sure they've been heard already, so I'm going to play one of the other deeper cuts, I guess, from the record. So here we go, off of Genesis 19, this is Sodom with Euthanasia.
That was Sodom with Euthanasia. Really solid tune. I really dig the drum sound on that record as well. I wasn't sold on the production when I first heard some of the singles that they released, but uh, I do like it more as uh, time goes by. I especially like the snare sound on there, but um, it's a good record. If you haven't checked it out, um, I suggest you do. It ended up on a lot of people's kind of end-of-the-year, best-of 2020 you know, lists. Um, I wouldn't put it up uh, on mine. It didn't make it on mine. It's a good record, but yeah, uh, it didn't, didn't land on my list. All right, we're going to Sweden here out of Stockholm. This is a black metal band that's been around since 2000. Uh, I first heard about this band from my friend Dave up in Seattle back when he still lived down here in Texas. The band is called Onskopt. And um, they just do a really straightforward style of black metal, and they just do it incredibly well. I've always really liked the guy's vocals. Um, they just released their fourth album uh, back in November. It's their first record in 10 years. I didn't realize it had been that long. But, uh, yeah, fourth album came out on November 27th of this year through Osmos Productions. It's called Grimoire Ordo Devus. And it's really good. I came across it, um, didn't even know they had a new one coming out, and I came across it on Spotify, kind of in the uh, new releases um, playlist or whatever. Anytime a band releases a new single or whatever, if it's a band that they Spotify thinks I would listen to, <laughs> it puts it on that playlist. So I scanned through it and just kind of saw that and said, whoa, I didn't realize they were doing anything new. But I've listened to the full album since then, only once, but I did listen to the full record. And uh, it's it's good. I like it a lot. I really like the production. Um, I think it suits the music really well. And this tune uh, kind of stood out to me as an early favorite. So I'm going to share it with you now. So off of Grimoire Ordo Devus, this is Onskopt with Paragon Belial.
All right, that was Onskot from Sweden with Paragon Belial. Again, I really like the production um, on that record. It sounds to me like uh, newer enthroned albums, but with better production. I, I like it a lot. Um, and I'm really happy to see Osmo's production still just being around. <laughs> the fact that they've been releasing such quality stuff for like 30 years is amazing that they're still going. Uh, all right, we're going to jump to uh, Ontario, Canada here. This is a favorite band of mine. The band existed from 02 to 11. It was a brief nine years, but man, did they make an impact. Uh, the band is Woods of Ypres, and I'm going to play something off of their fifth, well, I can't really call it their fifth album. Um, it's called Woods 5, with the subtitle of Gray Skies and Electric Light. came out in 2012. It's called Woods 5, but it's actually their fourth full-length. Uh, they consider their debut, like EP, to be their their number one release. So uh, they had the EP and then four full-lengths. So this is the Woods 5, but it's their fourth full-length. So yeah, that came out in February of 2012 on Earache Records. Um, I didn't realize, I mean, I've heard this record, and I, of course, know about the band and what happened with, uh, with David Gold, and I didn't realize that this was a posthumous uh, release because he had passed in December of 2011 and this came out in February of 2012 so I actually didn't realize that until I was doing the research um, for this episode so but uh, I'd say overall that Woods 4 the Green Album is still my favorite but there are some really good tunes on uh, on this fifth record and um, yeah he by this point had uh, pretty much abandoned the kind of black metal extreme vocals and has been just doing Strictly kind of baritone clean vocals going for more of a Peter Steele typo negative type voice and it just works uh, Incredibly well with these songs on this album. So Even though this isn't my all-time favorite woods record. Uh, this is one of my favorite songs of theirs So off of woods five gray skies and electric light. This is woods of Ypres with traveling alone I 
That was Woods of Ypres with Traveling Alone. I really love that song because it kind of has like a Catatonia vibe uh, running throughout it as well. But uh, alright, we're going to jump to the Netherlands here. This is a band that's been around since 2011, but um, it was founded by uh, Joris, the old vocalist for Heidevolk, and uh, it was actually formed while he was still in Heidevolk because this band formed in 2011, but he was in Heidevolk from 2002 until 2013, I believe. Um, it's him and a couple of guys from a band called Alvenrad, and um, it kind of follows suit with Heidevolk as far as being in a, in a folky style. However, Heidevolk is a little more upbeat, 
uh, and festive at times, and this is more in the epic uh, kind of folky vein. Uh, he actually left, uh, to my knowledge at least, he left Haida Volk um, to pursue more kind of extreme, you know, black metal uh, type projects. Uh, but this one he uh, retained, in this kind of being his, his other folky band. So, uh, yeah, they released an EP uh, back in 2017, and then they just released this single in August of this year independently. It's just a little standalone digital single. I'm not sure if this is kind of a um, sample of something that's to come in a full length or another EP or something like that, or if it was just a standalone single, but it's very good. The band is called Nodfir, and that's N-O-D-F-Y-R. Um, it was actually just brought to my attention by my friend Corey, my former roommate. He uh, asked me if I had heard it yet, and I said no, so checked it out and really liked it a lot. It's very epic, and Yoris sounds great. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Heidevolk has always had two vocalists, one that sings kind of higher, clean vocals, and the other that does the lower kind of baritone stuff. So Yoris was always the guy that did the lower stuff, so he kind of sings in that same style um, with this band. But really good single, and um, I hope that they're releasing more stuff, because I like this a lot. Um, I haven't checked out the, the EP yet, so I need to dive into that, because I do like this song a lot. So if it sounds anything like this, I know that I will like it. So Here we go, released on August 26th of this year, independently, digitally. This is Nod Fear with Gelre Gelre. Zagen, die Bühne 
All right, that was a great tune. That was Nod Fear with Gelre Gelre. Um, I'm definitely going to be on the lookout for something new from them. Uh, that was a nice, nice recommendation from Corey. So thank you for that. All right, I'm going to jump to Finland here. This band, Revulsion, has been around since 2005, and I have heard of them uh, many times and heard good things about them, and I thought they had been releasing albums and stuff. I didn't realize uh, how limited their output was. Um, They're about to release their debut full-length in uh, February of next year, and uh, they've released a demo in 2010 and then an EP in 2011 and then just kind of a standalone single in 2016 and then now finally a uh, full length coming out in February. So that kind of surprised me considering how much I had heard about them. Um, I didn't realize that they didn't really they didn't have much out there, you know, for people to check out. But um, but they're releasing their self-titled debut on February 1st through Transcending Obscurity Records, who I love. That's an excellent label. They always work hard to promote uh, their new releases. So uh, I know that I definitely won't miss out on this one when it comes out because I'm sure my Facebook feed will be flooded with uh, with ads about it. So, But yeah, Revulsion, for those of you who don't know, is, uh, is a death metal band. They kind of follow suit with the old school death metal style. Um, it's pretty, you know, intense and, and fast and everything like that. But their songwriting is great. I think they write some memorable stuff. They released two singles off of this uh, full length so far, and I really like both of them. I'm going to play uh, what I believe was the second one that was released. I don't think this was the first one. But uh, really good tune, and I'm definitely going to be uh, looking out for when this gets released so I can check out the whole thing. But here we go off of the self titled debut album. This is Revulsion with Pyre. Yeah. 
right there we have it that was pyre by revulsion really good tune and uh i'm really looking forward to that full length all right we're jumping back to stockholm sweden here this is a black metal band that's been around since 2010 and their kind of claim to fame is that they feature the current singer of dark funeral um, I, whenever he was announced as Dark Funeral's uh, singer, back whenever that was, um, I looked into, you know, what else has this guy been in, what other bands, and, and checked it out, and uh, this one was uh, kind of one of the standout bands that, uh, that he sings for. The band is called Gra, that's G-R-A, and they've released three records. They did one in 2011, one in 2015, and then one in 2018, I think. Um, the second one is my favorite of the three, and it's called Ending. That came out in December of 2015 on Unexploded Records. But uh, overall, it's, you know, it's not, it's, it is good, it is good. But it's not, uh, you know, outstanding uh, black metal. It's just kind of more straightforward, normal, <laughs> normal black metal. But it is done well, and uh, the vocals are the definite kind of standout um, strong point, you know, of the band, and uh, his style is such that it is somewhat similar to, you know, old Emperor Magus Caligula from uh, Dark Funeral, so I could definitely see how they would have uh, heard this music and this uh, vocal performance and, and said, okay, that this guy could work, you know, it makes sense to me, so he's a very good vocalist, so, but I will say that the guys in Dark Funeral, whenever they an announced this guy as being the new vocalist, they really painted him as though he was some sort of this, like, dark, mysterious, misunderstood, old soul that's this dark poet that writes these incredibly deep, thought-provoking lyrics and stuff like that. They really, like, advertised him heavily in that way. And then whenever you read the lyrics that he writes, they're not bad, but they're not super deep, uh... You know what I mean? They're, they're, you can just understand them perfectly, and there's not much kind of hidden meaning or... I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but uh, what I will say is that his lyrics are fine. <laughs> they're not great, and he's not some special dark poet or something, but uh, they're just kind of typical black metal lyrics. But Anyways, this tune is definitely a strong one from the album. Um, so here we go. Off of the album Ending, this is Gra with He Who Comes. <laughs>
there we go that was Gra with he who comes really strong vocal performance there and uh, I like him in dark funeral I know there's some people that uh, don't think he's a good fit or whatever but um, but I like him I like his stuff um, all right, we're going to go to Germany here. This is a one-man band that's been around since 2005 and hasn't released anything since 2014, but um, I've been seeing updates off and on for the last year or so um, indicating that uh, they're working on uh, the next full length. The band is Lent Loss, and um, they released four records. Um, they're currently signed to Prophecy Productions, which is great. But, um, yeah, I, each of their albums is very different from the, the other, and uh, they're all really strong records. My personal favorite is the second album. I'm going to play something off of that. This was uh, another one that was kind of uh, requested, because as you know, at the end of every episode, I say if you have any requests or feedback or whatever, that you can email me. So uh, my old roommate and my good buddy Corey, he actually said... Uh, can you play this one because I never get tired of that song and <laughs> I just want to hear it so I said absolutely because I love this song as well I never get tired of it uh, the second album is called Neon it came out in June of 2010 and it came out on Lupus Lounge and again it's a one-man band and the guy plays all the instruments and he does all clean vocals and things like that but um, for extreme vocals, he doesn't use them anymore, but in the earlier records, uh, he did have extreme vocals on some of the songs. And uh, he utilized uh, his friend, uh, I'm, I'm still not sure exactly how he pronounces this, but I've always pronounced it Nige, the singer from Alcest. Um, so he had him do vocals on this, this album, and uh, they fit perfectly because, you know, Lantloss fits firmly in that kind of post-black metal, very melodic black metal um, style. And, of course, uh, Nige's vocals fit perfectly over that, and this is a shining example of that. This song is probably one of the most well-known of theirs, um, so yeah, this might not come as a surprise which tune I'm going to play, but it's just such a damn good tune, we just have to play it. So, off of the album Neon, this is Lat Loss with These Nights Were Ours.
Night. That was Lantloss from Germany with These Nights Were Ours. It's such a good song. Thanks to Corey for asking for that one, because that's that's a tune that I definitely don't ever get tired of. All right, let's go back to Norway here. I've already mentioned Thomas Eriksson once in the episode, so I'm going to mention him again, because uh, his band Mork just released a new EP. He's been advertising it pretty heavily on his own podcast. Um... Mork's been around since 2004. The first demo came out in 07. It's a one-man band with uh, Thomas Erickson doing all the uh, instruments and vocals, but he does have a full lineup for uh, for live purposes and things like that. So he's done four albums so far. Uh, the next full length is actually coming out in March of next year. They just announced that uh, within the last week or so. But in the meantime, he released this EP called Pesta that just came out on November 27th through Peaceville Records. And there's not a whole lot of substance to it. I mean, he started that podcast because he was just bored because he wasn't able to tour or play festivals or do anything this year for obvious reasons. So he started the podcast and he's just been slowly um, compiling, you know, music, writing songs throughout the year. So yeah, he wanted to release this one. So uh, this EP really consists of only this one new original song and then he does a Burzum cover of the song of Valen, uh, so he chose to cover a more recent uh, Burzum song instead of something from the old classic albums. And then um, he has a couple of live tracks, I believe, as well to round things out for the EP. But I'm going to play uh, the title track, the uh, the one original song from the EP. It's a good song. He's definitely not shy about kind of following in the footsteps of uh, the old early Dark Throne albums and early Burzum records and things like that. He still utilizes a very lo-fi, organic uh, production and utilizes a lot of atmosphere and repetition and things like that with his riffing. Uh, so he definitely, he's a, he's a student of classic black metal. <laughs> he definitely uh, follows in the footsteps of, uh, of the giants from the 90s. So uh, This tune is really good. I really like the vocal performance, but my favorite part of the whole thing is the uh, bass line. I really love the bass performance on this record, um, with there being so much kind of wide open uh, riffing and uh, kind of atmospheric riffing, it leaves a lot of wide open space for the bass to do interesting things, and he does do uh, some pretty interesting stuff on the bass, so I like it a lot. So here we go, off of the Pesta EP, this is Mork with Pesta.
Alright, that was Mork with Pesta. Definitely uh, be on the lookout for their next full length coming out in March through Peaceville Records. Alright, we're going to jump to the USA here out of Colorado. I had been hearing good things about this release and um, checked it out, oh, maybe about a week after it came out. I just kind of kept seeing a few people mention it on Facebook and then, funny enough, my friend Corey, who I've already mentioned a few times in this episode, he uh, asked me if I had heard it yet and I told him that I had and that it was really good. Uh, I honestly did not know that they were American at the time. Um, not that that matters, but I was surprised to see that they were from the USA. The band is called Stormkeep. They formed in 2018. And, um, yeah, they just kind of had a demo in 2018. And then they've done this uh, EP here called Galdrum. And that just came out on November 20th of this year through Van Records, which is another great label. Uh, so yeah, this is their kind of debut EP, their debut release, because the demo was self-released. But uh, they have some killer cover art, and I really like the production of this little EP, and uh, the music is damn good. And it's, I don't know, it's just kind of hard to hard to describe, but it is firmly, you know, rooted in black metal, but it's just uh, intense and just satisfying release. I don't even know how else to describe it. Like, I, I just listen to it and when it's all said and done you just kind of have a smile on your face and just say that was pretty cool <laughs> that was pretty awesome so uh so yeah this is still you know pretty fresh pretty new for me um but i just really like this release really like this ep a lot of people have been saying some good things about it so if you haven't heard it then check it out so off of the ep galdrum this is Stormkeep with lightning frost
right, there we go. That was Stormkeep from Colorado with Lightning Frost. Really cool guitar work um, and that whole release, that song especially, but that whole EP has some great guitar work going. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty sweet black metal, but there's some like more interesting melodic riffing like that, you know, in there. I like it a lot, so I suggest you check it out. And it's an EP, so it's a short listen. You don't, you don't have to invest an hour of your time, you know. Give it a quick listen. Uh, all right, we're going to jump to Germany here. This is a one-man band that has been around only since, like, 2019. I don't even see record of a, of a demo being released or anything like that. Uh, this project just kind of sprung out of nowhere with this debut album. Just came out. The uh, project, I, I guess I'll call it a band, it's just a one-man thing, but um, the project's called Old Growth, and uh, they released this album called Moss Weaver in, uh, on December 4th, so I mean, it just came out last week. I'm pretty sure it's only available digitally at the moment through Supreme Chaos Records, uh, but you can you know find it on Bandcamp and purchase it. But uh, yeah, so this just kind of sprung out of nowhere, and it's... Um, it's really good, kind of melodic, almost kind of fits in that post-black metal vein, you know, with bands like uh, Panopticon and, you know, things like that. It fits right in with that kind of nature-inspired, um, atmospheric black metal. And um, he does not go for a very lo-fi, you know, raw production or anything like that. It's, it's pretty, uh, pretty clear. It's kind of in line with like Falls of Raros would be another one that uh, would be a good comparison here. Uh, the songs are a little lengthy, nothing crazy. I think this one's about nine minutes, but um, it's really good. Like as far as bands that play in that style, like the ones that I've already mentioned, uh, this fits right in. So um, I welcome this into my uh, my rotation for the next few weeks here. So off of the album Moss Weaver, this is Old Growth with old growth.
Alright. That was Old Growth from Germany with Old Growth. Really good song, a really strong debut, and um, I really love really the performances on every instrument. Uh, I think he does a great job with his choices drum-wise, and I love the bass lines uh, as well uh, in that song especially. So going to keep it in Germany here. This is a band that I had heard of for quite a long time and never really checked out. Uh, I actually thought they were Swedish, but it turns out this is a German project, another one-man band called Cold World from Leipzig. Been around since 2005 and um, only done two records. I don't know why I thought they uh, they had one more, but uh, yeah, they just have the two, two full lengths. And then they did uh, three EPs and a split ever since uh, this second album came out. So I'm going to play something off of the second album called Autumn. came out in July of 2016 on Cold Dimensions Records. And um, it's pretty cool. Um, hang on a second. I thought I heard. Just, I'm just checking to see if my kid woke up. <laughs> It's just me and him here, so I got headphones on. Thought I heard something. I don't want to just be sitting here yammering away while he's uh, sitting there in his room calling for me or something like that. But uh, I'm just hearing stuff, I guess. But yes, so this second album came out in July of 2016 on Cold Dimensions Records, and it's really good, kind of atmospheric, kind of depressive black metal, but it's really not that um, daunting of a, of a mood. Um... Uh, compared to some others within that genre, for sure, it's not that bleak sounding, but um, <clears throat> but it does still create that kind of uh, cold and dark atmosphere. But um, I really like their style. I like this guy's manner in which he he you know conveys the the moods in his music. Um, there's a lot of real depressive black metal stuff out there that just doesn't really do a whole lot for me. Uh, but this I like a lot. I just think the songs are really well put together. So I have not checked out the EPs that he has done since this. I've only heard the full lengths. Um, but this one is my favorite of the two. So off of the second album, Autumn, this is Cold World with Nightfall.
Alright. That was Cold World with Nightfall off of their second album, Autumn. Really good stuff. That's one of those bands, you know, there's there's so many of them out there that I've heard of, heard good things about, and then just kind of slept on it for way too long and then finally checked it out and said, wow, that's actually really, really good. All right, we've reached that point where I need to announce the final song of the episode. I have to say, my voice is pretty freaking tired because I already did pretty much this entire episode once and then it didn't save, so I had to do the whole damn thing again. But it is done, so... Thanks again, everybody, for listening. Um, thanks for telling other people about the podcast. If you want to tell somebody where they can listen, they can listen online at bloodandfireradio.podbean.com or you can listen on the free Podbean app, which I highly recommend. And, of course, the entire catalog of episodes is on Spotify, so be sure to find it and follow it there. Uh, for any sort of feedback or requests or just anything like that, um, you can email me at bloodandfireradio at gmail.com. And then, of course, please find and like the Facebook page because any sort of uh, news or updates or questions for you guys, the listeners, it's all going to be posted there. And, uh, yeah, (laughs) what can I say? It's been 80 episodes, and I'm pretty stoked about that. I did take that, like, six-month gap, you know, where I didn't release anything. So if I hadn't taken that big gap back in 2017, I might be uh, up close to 100 at this point, but whatever we'll get there i'm not stopping anytime soon so yes let's bring this thing to a close nicely we're gonna go to helsinki finland here this is a folky band that's been around since 95 the band is moon sorrow and their entire early part of their career was really folky and really upbeat and kind of happy sounding stuff and um you know that that music has its place there's certain bands that i enjoy that are kind of in that style but the early moon sorrow stuff really didn't do much for me but um <clears throat> it was kind of maybe 2004 or 5 whenever they released an album that uh, they had kind of darkened things up the songs got longer and more epic and the sound was darker and um they've kind of carried that sound since then so all of their stuff from like 2005 onward to me has been excellent and um i'm gonna play something off of an ep um i'm not gonna i mean finnish is difficult i i've tried to pronounce some things in finnish before but i don't think i do a very good job so i'm not gonna pronounce this one either but um they released an ep in april of 2008 it was kind of in between their fifth and sixth full-length albums they've done seven now in total but this ep came out in 08 on spike farm records and it's hard to call it an EP because um, it's five tracks long and it's over an hour. <laughs> so I told you that their songs were long. But yeah, one of the tunes on this EP is like 29 minutes. And then this one here is about eight and a half. And then they did a cover, a lengthy cover of uh, Metallica's For Whom the Bell Tolls, which is really cool, actually. It's a pretty interesting take on that song. Um, but yeah, I forget what the other two tracks are. Maybe some live tracks or something like that. But uh, I should say that um, they were on Spike Farm Records for a while, but they're actually signed to um, Century Media now, which is pretty cool. But I think they're working on uh, their next one, because I can't remember when the last full length came out, but it's been a while. So I think they're working on their next one now. But but this EP is something that I didn't really dive into when it came out. It took some time before I, I finally checked it out. I think because their songs just kept getting longer and longer and longer, Whenever I saw that the opening track on this EP was 29 minutes long, I was just kind of like, 
not ready to invest that kind of time, I guess, you know, but whenever I finally uh, listened to this EP, I, I liked it a lot. This song especially has some some hints of, like, older Emperor riffing. Um, it, I'm not, not to say that the band sounds like Emperor, but some of the guitar riffs that they do have that kind of vibe to it, and uh, yeah, I, I just, I like this tune a lot. So this is the uh, third cut on the EP. The EP is called Tulamirsky, and um, this song, I'm going to try my best with it. Initially I said I wasn't going to pronounce it, and you're just going to have to read it on the notes, but what the hell, I'll give it a go. So I'm going to close this out, and uh, I should be on time in a couple of weeks here. I think that'll be the weekend of Christmas, so things might be kind of hectic, but... um, I don't see any reason why I can't still get this thing out reasonably on time. But yeah, the next episode is going to be themed. And don't worry, it's not going to be Christmas themed because that just sounds terrible. But um, until then, just stay safe and I'll see you in two weeks. So here we go off of the EP Tulamerski. This is Moon Sorrow with Taistelu Poyolasta. Cheers. (laughs) 